Welcome to Racist Race, the podcast where we talk about everything British, East Asian, and not. My voice cracked like yeah, I was 16 then. Like, <laughs> Welcome to Race is Race, the podcast where you talk about everything British, East Asian, and not. <laughs> I'm Akina. I'm Jem. I'm Connor. And I, I would say I technically never went to Chinese school because I went for like one day or one, two classes and then I got pulled out for some reason. Um, so yes, I never because went to Chinese school. Because you were bad school. at it? Uh, well, according to mom, it's because I complained that I was there. Okay. Sorry, could you just clarify, for, what is Chinese school? Like, just you learn... So it's like a Saturday school you go to. Okay. It's like a full school day, I think. Oh, damn. And you learn Chinese. All, all day? That's mm-hmm. it? Do you learn about culture or is it just language? I think it's just language. Okay. I think. Um, but I never did it. And I'm jealous of the people who did do it because my Chinese is terrible. Is mm. there such thing as a, uh, like... Filipino Sunday school no. or something? I mean, there's church. There's church. Yeah, but you don't go to learn. Like, there's no... Yeah. You don't go to learn the language. I, I wish there I, was. Yeah, kind I of. wish it was. But not like a school day. Like, maybe two hours. Like after school club like, type thing. Yeah. yeah. I think if I was in your shoes, I would also feel the same way. Because wish I... wish yeah, done it. Because I feel a disconnect from our culture because I can't speak as... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disconnected. You yeah. can do lessons now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but with what time? Me no. time. Yeah, no, I do want to. I always say to my mom, like, teach me. She's like, yeah. She doesn't. I, yeah. I remember my mom trying to teach us once. When she gave up after like an hour trying to teach Cantonese us. Like, Cantonese is hard. Cantonese is Don't blame difficult. her. Um, and my mom is... Not patient. You said it, not me. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Today we're having rice served with the new Mulan, Mulan twenty twenty, Mulan Disney Plus live action Mulan. Yeah, that Mulan. Just in case that you didn't Mulan. catch that. And because we're talking about Mulan today, I'm sure not everyone who's listening right now may have seen it. So if you haven't watched it and you don't want to know any spoilers, so maybe go and watch it first and then come listen, um, because we will be like diving quite deep into the ins and out of this film. Yeah, and also we're gonna like we know there's this film has so much to it. Um, there's a lot of stuff around the film in terms of like actors and what they're believing and um, their relationships to like the CCP and all this stuff mm-hmm. um, and where it's filmed. Today we're just gonna talk about the narrative and the story and the creative process of Mulan because I feel like the politics around it could be a whole other episode. So we don't Absolutely, want we don't yes. want to like just dip in and dip out. You know, we want to treat that with respect and properly talk about it at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as a third disclaimer, we will say positives and negatives, but any negative we do say, we just want to add that film is incredibly subjective. So it's That's not true. to say that um, if we say that this is a bad film in any areas, it doesn't mean it is. People watch films for their own reasons. And so just take it as an opinion and not a fact is, is, is what I'm trying to say. So let's start off by mm-hmm. saying um, it costs twenty pounds. Twenty pounds? Thirty pounds? Twenty. Twenty. I think. 20. I think yeah. Is it worth twenty pounds, Akina? No. No. Jim, no? <laughs> no. I do not think it's worth twenty pounds either. Let's go into this. <laughs> um. So before I watched, so I only watched Milan yesterday. 
um before i'd watched it i'd read a lot of articles about it and also listened to other podcasts um about people's opinions on it so i didn't watch it with a you read and stuff before you watched it yeah. She does that. It's weird. Ooh, she reads like Oh yeah, I think you, like, you yeah. Uh, um no, I didn't read what happened. Just around. I, it. I just read around it because it was it was very hard to not. There was a there, there was, was a so lot. much coming mm. out yeah. and mm. I saw it coming and was like I, let me just read it. Um so I didn't watch it with like a clear head. I kind of had like a pre-judgment-ish mm-hmm. of it. Um and I think if I had watched it without reading any of that at face value i think i probably would have just been like yeah that was a good film like i don't love it but like i enjoyed but like, it fine. yeah it's fine um and yeah so i don't think i would have initially straight away thought anything but but i did i did and um a lot of the stuff that i watched um i well, actually I, i'm thinking of one specific video i watched on youtube um where this guy was comparing it's accented cinema I don't know. I think it is it about the. He was comparing the original Mulan and this Mulan. Yeah, yeah. Um, and stating and the way he kind of empowerment. Um. Yes, I, I think. think yeah, exactly we watched yeah, that yeah. one too. Yeah. And the way he kind of the way he laid out the epi- uh his like video was saying everything that was great about the original Mulan, which made the new Mulan not so like and, and where failed. the new Mulan yeah. failed. Right. Yeah. Right. And I want to say that's quite surprising because that guy is. I don't know if he's from China, but he's definitely like from Asia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think cons- he does say that I he's think from he, China. He's from he says China. he's from China. Like mainland yeah. China. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the consensus is that original Mulan, there was not taken well in China. Like the cartoon one wasn't taken well in mainland China. Um, basically, the history is that the stories aren't that accurate to, to original the ballad. Original, yeah. Um, both of them in this case, I guess. Can I quickly cut in there? Because you know what? When I first heard that they were making a live action i thought the whole point of them making this live action is they wanted to make it more true to the story yeah which but they, they didn't, didn't do. because no, it, it was very it very similar the plot points to of the, the 1998 right? one yeah i didn't know whether i was just being like uh, i just didn't see what was different but i was like it's pretty much the same and a lot of the script is very similar too so the thing that like i don't want to say angered it didn't anger me it just like poked at me yeah um and you know it's like so she didn't have a love interest yet well a very obvious love interest in 2020s yeah but they like they started still, one yeah they still started one and that bugged me a bit uh-huh. because i was like you don't like why does it, I, I don't know whether it's a hollywood thing that they always have to have a girl meet a guy and it's that's a little bit of a oof it seems um, like it might be yeah i didn't like that and i don't think that's to do with the is that do you guys know the original ballad i don't know it do you know um, it, you know it? That, she doesn't have a love interest in that right i'm not sure i want to say yes she does I'm not, I'm not sure to okay. be honest oh well that's just one small point so I, I did watch the same video and i thought it was a very good video and i agreed with a lot of the points that he said it his main point was that it failed in terms of female empowerment on so many levels. And I really did feel that when I was watching the film throughout the film, I was just like, this is bland. This is bland on all fronts, including specifically female empowerment. Um, And one of the main points that he brought up is the fact that she, I think this is something that you just remembered. The fact that she seems to be like special. She's like the prodigy. And it's not as if that she's... 
In the specific, the specific, we did. specific scene, we, t- we said the same thing. We thought the same thing at the same time. Yeah, Which scene we was did. that? Basically, it was, a, it was a montage scene. Okay. And how yeah, yeah, she yeah. wins. Basically, in the cartoon, she wins because she uses her brain over brawn. Yeah. yeah. It's like, because men in the army would be like, oh, the strongest can get up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the hyper-masculinity. Yeah, so she ties the two weights around and like, yeah, uses she uses up, logic. Right? Yeah. In the live action one, it's just strength. She's it's just, strength. She's weird because yeah. she's yeah. special. Yeah. She's just better at having the masculine, yeah. uh, the masculine like, energy, the masculine characteristics that the men should have, but she has it as a she woman. She doesn't outthink them. She doesn't. She doesn't show yeah. that she's different, and she has a different thought process. She just it just happens. Yeah. <laughs> because it's and it just happens because I want to put the general will be like, don't hide yourself as well. Yeah. 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 So she's like, I'm gonna unleash all of my natural strength. Yeah. And like just. Just building on that, the added character of the sister, which was talked about in yes. the in the film, yes. really drives that point further, especially at the end when when she's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go. I've got a match made. Yeah. I'm gonna get married." So then it's showing her as like this. She's a normal girl, and normal girls will still get married. Get married and, and have that that's the honor. Yeah. yeah, but like because you're a special girl and you're born with these natural abilities of being the able chi? to. Yeah, the a chi. Very that's strong not how chi, chi works, by the way. Yeah, like, like, at all. That makes you special, and that's the only reason why you're seen as equal to a man. Yeah, and that was what was problematic because you, I think. I think probably did Disney was thinking, oh, we're gonna make this all about female empowerment. She's like the super special girl, but they they really didn't. The original film did a lot more. And going back to the video, um, they also showed how um, in the original Mulan they showed that men can equally take on feminine qualities yeah. and use that as well. And there's no no wrong the, con- in, the concubine. Bit. Yeah, yeah. 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 And there's nothing wrong with with showing femininity as a man and sh- and in that way kind of equalizing both sexes. Yeah, there but are they equally as um, admirable yeah. characteristics for both the masculine and the feminine it's different sides. Different advantages to both and like both yeah. sexes can And there's do, no you know. like you have to be super masculine. Yeah. There's no you have to be super feminine. Um this film just was masculine. Like she was strong. Yeah. She was yeah. special. Which we touched on the Asian heroines episode about um like female heroes in films. Nowadays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About this about fell, empowering this fell the ideas. Right into it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and I think that going back to that video again, because I do think it's a great video, he does raise a good point that I didn't even think about um, when he said that little girls watching this will get a sense that they're not Mulan because they're not the pretty, strong, sporty girl that they might yeah. see in class. They're the sister. They're just ordinary. And so yeah. they cannot hope to get any better than what they already are what they yeah. perceive themselves to be which i think is very valid like mm-hmm. standing up the 1998 mulan against this new disney plus one it really doesn't drive into young girls no. the idea that you can be empowered as a woman yeah um and it's such a shame because it re- it could have done a really good job at it yeah um because i remember as a kid and we discussed this in our previous episode that watching Mulan made me feel like, oh, yeah. girl power. And it was great. So I had high hopes for 2020 Mulan to do an even better job because in today's society, like, it's even... You'd think, they think that, that we they, have yeah. learned more. So it was disappointing. They spent $400 million on this film. That's really? mad. $200 million for production and obviously marketing is double. 
and like they were still marketing because oh. they had the premiere right up until they cancelled the release of the film. So I did not realize they spent that much it's money like on re- this. It's the most expensive live action film they've done, I think, for sure. Yeah, it's really crazy when you try to think about the numbers in that way. Um, just a final point, going back to the the female empowerment before m- we move on, I just want to add the only line that I because I want to add something positive about it, and I just don't want to <laughs> shit on the film. The only line that I was like, you know what, that's a good line. I'll give that to them. Was when um, what's um the Jason the bird Scott's the character. bird lady the bird lady yeah so the bird uh, oh Gong, yeah Gongli Gongli okay. Gong actors names Gongli and Jason Lee Scott are talking on top of the scaffolding yeah and um he the J- Jason Lee Scott being the like. Uh, I don't Jason know. Scott Lee? Jason Scott Lee? Scott Lee. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I mean. he's he says like, "Oh, that girl is coming," and, and she's, she's like, like, "Not no, a girl, girl a, a woman." woman. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Okay, fine, like that's that, a good line yeah. because it at least touches upon the fact that women generally are very infantilized." Yeah. And it's like talk talk about them like they're women and, and yeah. you're equal instead Equals of just rather girls. Than girl, like you're below me. Um, but it's oh. massively wasted. It is massively wasted, and. It just created such a bland film. Because I think it's worse that this film was bland as opposed to it being bad. Because <laughs> if you look at the credits, there's four screenwriters on this yeah, film. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. There's four screenwriters four. and they only worked in pairs at separate times. Because yeah. you can tell by how the credits are written, right? Yeah. Um, and the problem is there's four screenwriters. They're all white. Yeah. There's only mm-hmm. one exec I think we saw and that was Asian name. Um yeah. I gave up on this film two years ago when they announced the director was Nikki Caro. Like I'm sure she just made good films. Like I'm not doubting her artistic ability. Problem is, the first interview she did, she was like, I can't wait to do this film. It's basically a girly martial arts film. And I was like, she doesn't understand this film Stop at all. Stop girly did she martial say that? arts yeah, yeah, yeah. film. Because for, for, for oh, one, damn. Mulan is a war epic. It should be like it should be like um like Braveheart, that type of film, really. Yeah. yeah. Um so anyway, all the main creative um people are white. Uh costume, writers and director, cinematographer or whatever, I know. But the problem is, you can tell, or I could tell when I was watching this film and after after I thought about it a bit, that it's like someone read something out of a textbook and just put, Oh, this is a Chinese thing, let's put it in the script. Mm. Because Yeah. The set is like a mixture because even though it's set in China, it feels more like China adjacent, like how Agrabah is like all yeah, of the right, Middle yeah, East right, condensed right. to yeah, one yeah, yeah, country. Yeah. This feels like all of China condensed to like one version of China because yeah. Mulan's like giant circle house thing. That's not, that doesn't exist where the film's set. The film is set in the north of China. Mm-hmm. That is like a Hakka type thing in the Which south. Which is the south, right. Um, mm-hmm. Their clothes are like crazy like all these different ethnic groups um of china and like different patterns and stuff is not coherent anyway um and also the actual plot points as well they're very western like there is no in in chinese culture this idea of like a magic woman being a witch and it's like it's like revered in the villages and that's not a thing phoenixes also don't rise from the that's very western the whole phoenix yeah. Allegory is just a, like a Western idea because that's not how phoenixes work. In also, China. it felt pointless. It yeah, pointless. the whole phoenix. Jesus. That's what I was thinking. All. I was like, "Why is it here? It didn't do anything, no. and it didn't. It didn't add anything. She just sees it every now and then. Yeah, it follows her, but it was it. I, I'm assuming it's supposed to be representative of her her specialness yeah. or something. No, but like, like she's rising. She's like her rising up or whatever. 
Oh, yeah, oh. well, it didn't really add um, anything. That didn't hit. Yeah. <laughs> also, at the beginning, you know, like, only boys can use chi. And, like, that's not how chi works. Chi is not the force. It's not the same thing. <laughs> chi is is just description <laughs> of, like, the, like, energy that runs through every living thing mm-hmm. in on the world. There's, like, when you're ill, they say, like, you have your chi is blocked here. You release it. You know, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not some magical, like, force world power. You can't move stuff. You can't jump super mm, high yeah like shallow monks use it but that's it's more of like a flow like they flow their chi it's, it's this is not how it yeah, works okay? it's not special powers yeah <laughs> like the way that they showed it with her being able to like float yeah um yeah for sure yeah so about the whole kind of basically the majority of the crew being white i just think like i don't understand how you can accurately tell a story from a specific culture if there's no one from that culture mm. being like there to tell the story being one of like the the leads in in doing that because mm. it doesn't it doesn't make any sense why are white people deciding on again because like what, what connor said it looks like they're just randomly getting bits and bobs because they don't they have no idea yeah they don't and yeah. the funny so thing is that's just wrong the uh there's a feature about the costume mm-hmm. and I, I didn't even watch it because there were subtitles you know yeah, on social yeah. media and the costume designer was like the first thing she said was like red is a very important color in chinese culture and i was just like oh my god <laughs> she, just, she read this on the back of like yeah like, a, like you can a, find that on a fortune cookie yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> on, on like some menu in chinese restaurants or something like everyone like a lot of people know that like it's like when people go up to you like oh you're wearing red that's what means it's like lucky in chinese like yeah Thanks for telling me that. I know that. Well, I'm not, that's not why I'm wearing it, though. It's just, it's just so annoying because it's not that hard to get. Like the difference between this and something like Black Panther, when there was actually black creators behind uh-huh, it, that was that amazing. You could tell yeah. that they understood the culture, so then they had the understanding to mix it up and change it and remix it. You know, it's yeah. Like you don't, you don't just learn something and just be like, okay, this is fine, and just put whatever pattern Copy, without knowing the meaning. It. Yeah, yeah. You know. But that's what I don't get because if they managed to do that with Black Panther, why didn't they do that here and get like an Asian creatives to work on it? I think do you know that's what's a weird? deep question it that I don't know to, how to begin answering. They did. Um, they was offered to Ang Lee before. Oh, was it? Yeah. Mm. And but what happened there? I don't think Ang Lee wanted to do it. Oh, okay. And, and now, not surprised because. I think more importantly, they should have got Asian screenwriters. Like, yeah, if I could definitely. change one of the departments, I it think would be that. The screenwriters would be much more important because mm-hmm. director, you know, it's it's artistic direction. It's mm-hmm. not story. Mm-hmm. The main problem with this film was that the writing. It was the writing was so yeah. Western. It was so bland. It was very obviously written by like multiple people because it didn't go anywhere it just like this thing happened that led to this thing and this thing yeah none of the emotional beats of the story ever hit with me especially when mulan and her like new guy friends from the chinese army try to be funny with each other and be like pally with each other like that felt very westernized the kind of the way they they were lads together it felt very forced as well it's like oh we're gonna say a funny thing now okay now everyone laugh and Mm. it's like that wasn't funny i I agree on the writing part that's probably the the highest priority but my second priority probably would be changing up the editing team that that put this all together because the way that it's edited is just cuts in that film distracting there'll be like one bit when she's like saying some dialogue and then it cuts and you're like oh 
Did I miss something? Because it feels like you should have cut to her doing the thing she just said, not the result of it. Yeah. It's like mm. so many like Chekhov's gun, like throughout the film that weren't... Can you filled. explain what Chekhov's, so Chekhov's gun is? Chekhov's gun is basically a thing is like, if you see a gun in act one of a film, it will be fired in the third act. Like mm-hmm. it's a setup and payoff type mm-hmm. rule of filmmaking. It was just so much setup and then nothing. Yeah. I, I meant specifically, it felt weird during those scenes I'm talking about where they're trying to be funny with each other and they're having conversations mm-hmm. and all of the cuts felt really unmotivated. Like usually when you're filming two people talking or multiple people talking, you cut for a reason. You cut mm-hmm. to show that person's reaction to a specific thing because it matters to the story later. Like yeah. how that person reacts matters, which mm-hmm. is why you should show it. But it just felt like they were cutting for no reason and like while Mulan talks, you see this person, then this person, then this person. Mm-hmm. It's like You're trying to establish things. I don't need there. to see everyone. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason. I think when you can see editing, really show that the editing is like very forced, but also very Western, and it doesn't. And like, I'm not making this a racial thing because it is Western cinema, like cinema Hollywood of, specifically. Hollywood I cinema think. is like there's a certain style to it, and the editing. That hurts the most is in the action scenes. Mm-hmm. The first scene with Donnie Yen when he like disarms Mulan and mm-hmm. the shitty love interest that's yeah. not really love interest. Yeah, it's like got six cuts and it's two seconds long. And yeah. like yeah. you don't need to cut Donnie Yen like this because he knows how to fight. He knows how to fight. He has good pacing. Yeah, it's it's like um that Liam Neeson scene in Taken when he jumps over the fence. There's it's the, like a million cuts for him like, jumping over the fence. So it, and it's because he can't actually jump over the fence. They're like, like cut, 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 make it exciting. Oh. Yeah. And you can't see anything. Like, and you're like really like disoriented. That's what happened with Mulan. And the worst part is they're obviously trying to make this like a Chinese film because they have all the like wuxia. Wu, like, wuxia? Wuxia? <laughs> no, W-U-X-I-A. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it. But that's the type of filmmaking in um, like Hong Kong cinema where it's like people basically flying through the air like okay. on the wires and shit yeah, like yeah. Hidden, uh, Crash and Tiger Hidden Dragon mm-hmm. they obviously try to do that mm-hmm. but you're cutting between like every time someone hits you can't actually see any of the fights so what's the point of trying to make a kung fu film when you can't see the actual action mm-hmm. yeah especially for people like Donnie Yen who are so skilled and you want just one shot where you can see everything clearly yeah mm-hmm. Um, when you put Donnie in the film, you expect to see him fight. Like you don't expect to see a close-up of his sword, then his face, then his foot, then the guy getting slashed. What? Yeah, so it's it's that's a very technical uh, criticism of the film, and not probably something that many people will care that much about. I think, um, but definitely a criticism that we felt while watching it. Mm. Um so if it like doesn't bother people, fine. But that's it not bothers to say. me. Yeah, it bothers <laughs> me. Um but yeah, did you find your your thread? Yeah, I found it. I just reading through it. Most of it's just her complaining about like the terrible like the logic of the writing of this film. I think is it all male right is it all male screen I don't actually know. Because uh one thing I want to point out is that why would she take out her hair? Yeah. Like, I really she wanted to say doesn't something. doesn't look like anything that. different. Mm-hmm. 
And her hair was fine in her face when she fought. She was doing flips and shit. This is what me and Alex were saying throughout the whole thing. Why? Like, it doesn't make any sense why she puts it down. Because for me, I've got short hair now. Even this, when it gets in front of my face, and any, it's still it annoying. bugs me. Yeah. How the hell can you fight with hair in your face? You can't. I don't know whether they were trying to portray her as being this like, oh, look, she's still super feminine and beautiful and blah, blah, blah. And like, she's right, fine she's with her hair. Yeah. Yeah. Also, another Western but trope. No. Because Chinese guys have also have long hair. So if a male soldier who's got his hair tied with a bun took it out, you wouldn't be like, it's a girl. It's just a guy with his hair out. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> That's a good point. Because <laughs> cutting your hair in China is like, like a dishonor, like disrespect thing. Mm-hmm. So a Chinese soldier who's a man and a Chinese soldier who's a woman with their hair down look the same. Yeah. If they didn't catch it before, they wouldn't have caught it because her hair was down. Also, yeah. that lake scene is very obvious she was a woman. Why didn't she yeah. go down to her neck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh there are so many little things there there's that so many really little things this is why I ask because I think this is very obviously written by male screenwriters and all these little things that make no sense yeah do you yeah. understand what it is to be like a woman in all those tiny little mm-hmm. things like yeah. tying your hair back yeah yeah that's what was very it that valid we spoke about this in a, on a podcast before where you mentioned there was something that you'd watch no in that the was direction. Connor was that Connor um, so, and then uh, yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 and when I was watching it last night that's what i was referring i was thinking back to what you'd said and i was like it is really clear when the people who are in charge of creating a film don't actually know anything about like the story behind it or like or the, the people, the, the people. Yeah. because little subtleties like that aren't in it and it's the subtleties i think that really can make a film it's the subtleties that connect with the audience because yeah. like like as an example there was that uh sitcom like pilot script written by white writers about Chinese family and everyone's complaining because it's obviously not written by an Asian because mm. they were taking like Gaoji, like gyoza out yeah, of the yeah, oven yeah. and stuff. And it's just stuff like out that. Out the oven? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, right? It's like such a basic thing that like you're like, thing. that doesn't happen. So this is the same thing with Mulan. It's like, this is obviously just someone who watched a bunch of Chinese films read the Wikipedia yeah. page on Chinese yeah. history. And they're like, and this like, seems like I can't like write a film right? about this. <laughs> uh, also, they dubbed over Jet Li, which I find is like really like rude. I don't know why yeah. that was. Because they just What's the point needed like a, a old famous man face. voice. Right. Right. Probably. Yeah, many, yeah. many little things. But I think the last topic that I wanted to talk about is, is the female villain which we touched upon earlier and that i really wanted to go into more i like we already said i felt like she was very wasted Mm -hmm. um but i just wanted to ask which which i which parts of her characteristics did you not really connect with as like a villain like this is a good villain i felt sorry for her yeah the entire time because i mean I was looking at her as this woman that was basically having been silenced her entire life and uh-huh. kind of viewed as, oh, you're less and you're not as, as what is it? Out of the four screenwriters, three are women. Oh, really? Oh. That's very strange. Why the hell did her hair like come down then? Surely they would have known that they don't like hair in their face. Maybe they were like just... There were outside factors. Maybe they're because they're all white like, women. Maybe yeah. like oh, Asian hair is so nice and shiny, we can go to show it. 
<laughs> right. You know how white women are always talking about like how Asian has. Yeah, I used to get that. But also, that kids. may not be part. That may not have been part of the script. Let's not pretend that like what is on the script ends up on the screen. That's true. That's not always the hair the coming case. down bit. The yeah, I feel like it probably definitely will. part of the script. You think so? I doubt yeah. they kind of decided like there. Like, like, hey, why don't you just whip your hair out? I think they, they would have written down that like they would have Mulan removed removes her her hair tie. Yeah. Okay. Well, then it just and she waves her hair a bit of credit. No, I, I think it was probably Something like that is definitely in the script. Because I also felt like when I watched that scene, it was a like Im- like impactful yeah. scene. Yeah, because it's a slow um, motion. Yeah, like, it's like, oh my gosh, her hair is down. Oh my God, what? She's a woman. What? I'm just trying to think of ways in which there were uh, situations like too many cooks in the kitchen of like the writers wrote drafts where that didn't happen. And then some exec started saying, you know what? all the things about Asian hair being pretty she needs to unleash mm-hmm. her femininity put that in the script and then they had to Ooh. so I'm trying to give them a little credit as mm-hmm. female screenwriters I think <laughs> Gong Li just, just let's just, just try just, just, to, try. Like, just I think try Gong Li as a character is where it shows that there's too many cooks in the kitchen because she because mm-hmm. because we are filmmakers I don't know if you felt this Jen but I feel like I knew where they wanted to go with that which made it worse that her yeah. character was so mm-hmm. bland she wanted they I feel like they wanted like a not a benevolent character, but like one that's like misunderstood, misunderstood and stuff. Yeah. yeah she, I mean, to me she did come across as misunderstood. Firstly, I f- felt like it was very cliche though. Her character It in started off very cliche. Yeah. It, the the beginning the near the beginning where um the the guy that she works for basically says like in one line, these are your motivations. These are your yeah. feelings. Yeah, he like, says something want, like, "Don't you want a place where you can be yourself?" Yeah, yeah. Like he that, says basically. something like, "This is what you want. You want to not be vilified for your powers." And it's like, you know what? The audience aren't stupid. They could have felt that from yeah. her. Like they could have learned that uh, as we went along. Yeah. He didn't need to that say also that. Also, doesn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> like so many Chinese films, the people with the power is always the people that's like. Like known, and they're never like vilified. Right, right, mm. right. But she had a lot of potential, especially in destroying this idea of like you know the dragon lady, the 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 Asian lady mm. that's very ambitious, very powerful, um, too forward for the society that she lives in, and they could have said so much about. The fact that all right, we 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 kind of vilify these women, mm-hmm. but like this is why we shouldn't. And this yeah. is why they belong, and it this is why they're like, great. Everyone saw her the dragon lady, but this is really how she feels. Especially yeah. with those conversations to Milan, yeah, those were wasted. Yeah, they could have. Yeah, that conversation. Driven, was a like, they could have gone so much deeper into that. And as soon as I thought, oh, there's gonna be something like here, a connection between, a connection them. between yeah, them, yeah, yeah. like yeah. a more conversation. We're gonna see more about her. She dies. She dies. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Yeah. That, so that, that was annoying. confrontation between uh, Mulan and Gong Li's character, like, was such a good opportunity to show mm-hmm. Mulan struggling between two decisions of being faithful to, like, a female counterpart, like, her female equal, almost, or maybe, like, a mentor mm-hmm. for her. Mentor, mentor um, I think, yeah. Like struggling between choosing that or choosing China. the path that she was gonna take, and it's like never during that conversation that I feel like she was juggling those two things in her head. I felt like she already knew yeah. the, what she wanted to do was fight for China, and mm-hmm. it's like you're not 
giving anything to the audience about mm-hmm. like oh, I, I get beats. what I get what she feels like to be a human and like to be struggling between these two different ideas and it's like you miss that yeah I do uh, have one last thing to add which, add okay yeah also annoyed me sorry okay. there's a lot of little there's things a lot there's a lot of things, things um, go on when she freaking takes off her armor, I'm sorry, but like, oh, why yeah. are you yeah, going back into war? What was too. the point of that? It makes zero sense. Like, okay, wow, you're a woman, that but it whole... doesn't mean you need to take off your armor. You're fucking dumb to go back to fight with no armor. You like, yeah, okay, you're special. You could still get fucking stabbed. Yeah, so <laughs> the, 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 the chief won't stop you there, bitch. <laughs> The whole that whole middle act was it was it was all it didn't make any sense. Every, it didn't make any sense. It was, it was like her avalanche killed most of her own men over yeah. the enemies. Yeah, but yeah. God. So this is a this is a, this is why we need Asian people behind the camera. Um, Brilliant cast. Yeah. I was right. genuinely shook when um, original Mulan completely oh, yeah, forgot her Ming-Na name. Wen. Ming-Na oh, Wen showed up. I was like, that's the best part. I was yeah, like, was that was really nice. Sweet. That yeah, was my was favorite. Nice. I liked that bit. Um, I got very excited. Too bad it's a shit film. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, one, last one last thing. thing. Um, the soundtrack. I just quickly wanted to mention that. That Christina Aguilera <laughs> is a singer. I'm sorry, okay? Lea Salonga. That meant so much to me as a kid, knowing yeah. that she sang. Well, if you were going to talk about the soundtrack... Not even an orchestral version of Make a Man Out of You. Like, not even, like, the fanfare. Nothing in that whole... In that whole... That was a really long part as well. The whole, mm-hmm. like, training part. And yeah, it was. I didn't hear it at once. I was yeah. like, this is... This is... Why, why would you cut that out? Yeah. Let's end it by saying a good thing. One, one good thing from each of us about oh. the film. Oh. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, I said my good part. No, say, no, you had to say a good thing. Yeah, I said it. No, say it now. Like, not, like oh, a okay. proper one. Well, like the one that I already said or like a brand new one? Because I did brand, say a, a good thing. A brand new one. Okay. <laughs> I thought I like got over that hurdle because I was like, let's say the good thing first and then do all the shit stuff. But it's like, all right. Um, Gem, Gem? The acting was great. Was it? Mm, I don't... Why would I say that? Okay. <sighs> By who? By who? Everyone. Um... Maybe I've just got like a really soft spot though. Oh, oh okay. The I dad, have a good thing. The dad touched my T- heart. T-Mail was good. Oh, yeah. T-Mail's always good. Yeah. T-Mail's always good. Okay, yeah. so that's... He touched my heart. Okay. Yeah. I I genuinely, one of my favorite things is the fact that they brought Cricket on as a, as a, as a guy. As like... As a lucky guy. As just like the lucky guy. I'm like, I actually kind of like that. Wait, what? Cricket. You know, Cricket? The, the, the Cricket cartoon? Yeah. It's like Lucky Cricket. Who's the fat yeah. kid? The fat the kid, kid in it. He was like, oh, my name's Cricket. Oh. They called me that because oh, I'm lucky or that. something. Yes, I didn't pick like up on that. Line. It That went over my head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cute. Okay, I do I like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. That's cute. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're... No, you didn't do one. No, stop. Stop. I saw that. I saw that. Um... Jason Scott Lee is a really good villain. He's really good at playing villains. And I think he should be in more films, like more big films as like the evil villain. Like those scar, that scar makeup looked great. And just his presence is very like, like. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like threatening, ominous. crazy. Is yeah, that the right yeah. word? Yeah, ominous. Jason Scott. It's like, I'm not saying very the script good. or anything was good, but he did, I think he did as much as he could for that, for that role. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
But um, that is our episode for this week. Just to end yes. off on like a slightly down note. But um, not all episodes are going to end like this. And we don't always shit on films. Um, just the bad ones. Just, just, <laughs> the, bad ones. just the ones we think are bad. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Christmas episode coming up. We got that double bill last Christmas. And I forgot the name of that Hallmark one. But that one. So look mm-hmm. forward to that one that gets recorded. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched last Christmas I haven't yet. watched it either. Because I don't want to watch a Christmas film in the summer. Oh, I do it's that Christmas. It's Christmas now in Philippines. Yes, I know. I love Christmas. Oh, cannot wait. Oh, let's start Christmas themed stuff. It's Christmas, guys. It's Christmas. First of September. It's Christmas. Insert Christmas tune here. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> so you can find us at Rice's Rice Pod on Instagram, at Rice's Rice underscore pod on Twitter, and at Rice's Rice on every other Google owned platform. Mm-hmm. Also, listen to our episodes and download them at rice'srice.buzzsprout.com. Mm-hmm. I want to say we got our first review. What? Yeah. Did you see? I, no, I looked I today. I on seen. Wednesday, we got a review. Um, let me read it out because it made yeah, me let's smile. Let's read it out. Um, <laughs> let me get it up. Thank it made you. me smile. Don't forget to leave a review, by the way, because it's really easy. If you listen to it in the <laughs> Apple Podcast app right now, then uh, you don't even have to leave the app. You can still hear us amazingly talk about this right now and yeah. type your review. So this is our first review. Um, by C T D I D I. C T D D C T D D. I guess so. Um, my favorite podcast. Five stars. Love the different views from the host. Super casual and friendly. Makes you feel like you're sat with them having a combo. Well worth a listen. Ah, <laughs> we got a review. Um, so thank you. That was really nice. And we've also got. I didn't realize we had six ratings already on here oh, as well. Cool. Six ratings are five yes, stars. So. But we could get more. Yeah, we could get more. At least a hundred of you listen. Listen, I think. I don't I know. Think. <laughs> I mean, a hundred thousand. <laughs> exactly. But. As they said, go ahead and leave a review right now. Please. Like, right now. Yeah. Right now, please. <laughs> also, you can listen to us on Spotify and all other podcasting platforms. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll be back every Wednesday. Next Wednesday, we talk about uh, something. Specials. Specials. Yeah. <laughs>